the volume. All right, welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Alex Monaco, fired up. Week three, let's set the dinner table. Giants on the road at San Francisco, home opener. Appreciate you joining me. Amp, Volume Sports, Moneyline Monaco. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. Let's talk storyline here before we dive into three reasons to back the team I am. And I think it's a slam dunk as we get into it. Giants, what can you say? Off a historic comeback. You want to talk about all time? This team, looking at it right here, 24 unanswered points, all right? They hadn't been down and came back from 20 or more since 1960. I was negative 40 years old against the Baltimore Colts. Niners come in off a very controversial, from a betting perspective, sick, I call it a Scotty Van Bad Beat, backdoor cover. McVay kicks the three. My video goes viral if you haven't seen it, if you were on it. And again, pending where you shop. Some some people got it at Rams plus seven. Others had it at Rams plus seven and a half or the other way. Kicked a three from a 10-point victory to a seven. Vegas wins off the juice either way. We go home in a fetal position or a stick with it victory lap. Either way, Niners now hit 12 straight regular season wins in a row on a divisional dance at SoFi. And look, the Rams have been a shocking story through two weeks. They go on the road to the PNW. They outright beat a divisional dog in San in Seattle. And then they come back to base camp and they look very compelling. I mean, this is a team everyone wrote off before we even remembered, as we digress, championship coach and quarterback. But this Niners team, who has just been fundamentally sound through two weeks, 30 pieces back-to-back weeks, by the way, go into Pittsburgh, where we saw Monday night, two completely different Browns teams. You want to talk about Jekyll and Hyde? You want to talk about Full and Snickers hangry? Deshaun Watson looked like a bottom five quarterback against a defense that had more points than the offense. And let's remind ourselves, this Niners team beat the brakes, beat the brakes off of the Steelers week one. As we get into it, coming off a 2-0 and start on the road, Stafford moves to 1-8 and all time against this Niners team. It's a 10.5 point line on DraftKings as we speak. Lines moved a little. It might go back down to 10. This was a line that moved dramatically after the Saquon news. We'll get into that. Over under 45. So the G-Men are 4-1 to one on the money line as a dog. You got to lay minus 535. That's 535 down to win 100 back on this Niners team if you want them. Now let's just talk about this Giants team. Outscored 60 to zip in the first half to start the season. You look at their identity. As we set the table and they have to run the ball to be successful. I mean, this team last year was sixth in rush yards per game, fourth in rush yards, touchdown, fifth best red zone touchdown percentage and Saquon off a career high in carries top five in rush yards 
and touchdown production. You want to talk about a running back needed desperately in a game like this? Oh my goodness. As the Niners, we know, come in as the number one defense from last year in overall yards and overall points per game. Shanahan was top six and five on offense and his first time as a Niner head coach sweeping the division. You know, this has a a very riveting storyline to the point where we're talking out who this Giants team is. Who are they? I tried to think of a colonism, a little cowherd theory. I'm a 90s baby. I got to be honest. I got an out there thought. But the New York Giants, to start the season, are Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie Jingle All the Way. If you don't remember that movie, he was a dad that did not show up ever for his son. Said he would show up, never did. Come to his karate tournament, no show. Had to work. Then he turns into Turbo Man, this toy everybody wants at Christmas, and he is a superhero. That's the New York Giants last week. They don't show up for six quarters. They troll at the beer pong table. They don't get a basket. McLovin with it. And then they have a historic comeback. They deliver a Turbo Man to Giants fans. And I'm in New York. I don't even know how to gauge the temperature. All I know is we get into it. First reason, you got to swallow the points here and back the Niners. The trunches is going to get disgusting Thursday night. Not one, but two key injuries on the offensive line, potentially, for the Giants, as I'll talk that out in a bit. But this was a 29th-ranked PFF Giants offensive line before the season started, and now they're banged up. Already out the gate. Giants allowing the fourth most pressures offensive line. You saw the seven sacks week one. I mean, Daniel Jones didn't have a time to inhale before he kumbaya exhale. So you give up seven sacks week one, and you're going against, and this is what the Niners do to you. They turn the ball over. They don't give it away. Here they are off a number one turnover differential year last season with four interceptions to start the campaign. So if Kenny Pickett's throwing two picks to the Niners, and Matty Staff, a savvy vet's throwing two picks to the Niners. Daniel Jones with no Saquon Barkley on the road, short week, is going to do what? This Niners team, who is going against a Giants team that, call what you will, beat the team on an over-under standpoint that's supposed to be the worst team in the league. Joshua Dobbs was traded a week before a Pokemon trade at the lunch table, a cup of coffee before the season started. So I look at the trenches on both sides. This Niners team that can get to the quarterback, unbelievable pass rush, knowing that it is going to be one-dimensional. They're going to do their very best, and I'll talk out what kind of backfield this Giants team has. They're going to do their very best to keep it at bay, but the combination of how this Niners defensive front has forced erratic decisions on the quarterback side against their opponents, and then on the offensive side, Brock Purdy, Chilling right there in the early to mid 200s on passing yards. No mistakes, no INTs to his name. Going against a Giants defense. I mean, say this out loud. That allowed, and you exclude Dallas defense and special teams points last week one. 
they allowed more points and more yards against the Arizona Cardinals than they did against the Dallas Cowboys. C-Mac off a cushy 152 and a tutty against the Steelers, tossing grown men around. And how about running for 40 plus yards and stiff arming an adult to end a run down the sideline? He goes for 20 and 116 against the Rams. They're going to push this defensive line around. This Giants team had to huddle up, had to little Giants huddle up, and Wink Martindale had to light a fire under them because James Conner was running down their jugular. If you are allowing James Conner, no disrespect, Joshua Dobbs, Hollywood Brown, and who? Madden 70 what? Offensive personnel-wise on the Cardinals to put up the points that they did. If you don't think the pendulum swinging back off the Giants' historic comeback, I'm telling you, do not fall for this trap. Trenches both sides has to be the first reason. Number two is injuries. Saquon is out. Ankle sprain. Ain't playing. Matt Breida? Matt Breida, no offense, undrafted, running back. Had a little bit, baby amount of success in San Francisco. His career high is old. Take over 800 yards on the ground. He's got five... 100-yard rushing games in his career in San Francisco. The greatest run-blocking scheme in the history since Mike Shanahan. So who is backing up Saquon, Matt Breida, Gary Brightwell, no face in Madden, special teams contributor. I'm reading this on the Giants' site. Made a very nice tackle this past Sunday in the fourth quarter. Are we talking about your local paper and the JV club in the page page six? A special teams contributor who made a very nice tackle. Oh, dear Lord. And Eric Gray, an unknown rookie. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Thomas is out more than likely with a hamstring. Left tackle. Left guard. Ben Bredesen. Concussion protocol left the game, did not practice beginning of this week. Oh my gosh. You have potentially no left tackle, no left guard, and Saquon, who made up 27% of all your offense last year. Oh my dear Lord. If you do not think injuries are a factor here, San Francisco already won that game in Pittsburgh by intermission. Go get your Sour Patch, your Skittles, your popcorn. Go do a load of laundry. Call a relative. This game's going to be over by half. Best bet on the board is San Francisco minus six and a half first half. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Divisional games are built diff. They come out the other side feeling like they made the proper adjustments in the second half of that Rams game. They gave a field goal up, and then a meaningless field goal in the fourth quarter, backdoor sick cover. They give up three points in the second half, all right? Third reason has to be betting trends. I'm not huge on betting trends, but let me lay the land for you because I know Giants were the number one cover last year. In fact, they were a top two road cover. They were an excellent cover. But you also know who is a top four cover in this league? San Francisco 49ers. They were 13-7 and against the spread, including the playoffs. Football is back. No more preseason games. No more combined team practices. The regular season is here. 
While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there's nothing better than being at a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on Game Time, the fastest growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last minute, amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football team this September, download Game Time. And it's not just football. Game Time has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows across the country. And for me in New York City, I mean, talk about being in the mecca for this app. I can go to a concert at MSG. I can go on a train hop in the tri-state area to you-know-what kind of sporting event. Download the GameTime app and redeem code MONACO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the GameTime app and enter code MONACO. That's M-O-N-A-C-O for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. This team, as a home favorite in the last two years, in San Fran, 9-1 and one against the spread. People, listen to this. They've won those games at home when they've been favored by an average margin of 17 points per game and a 10-1 and one against the spread trend I found. After games where their turnover margin, the game previous were two or more. That's a three-year stat. So they get a plus two in the turnover margin the week before. They're hitting you at a 10-1 ATS the following week. We know about last year. Last year, they were only a double-digit cover. The only double-digit double home favorite once they shattered that number. But listen to these scores at home last year. 27-7 over the Seahawks, 24-9 against the Rams, 13-nada against the Saints. Remember Tom Brady, that game? That was the end of Brady, 35-7 primetime in San Fran, his hometown. You hate the San Mateo, see it. 37-20 against the Commanders, 38-13 against the Cardinals. Seven, seven blowouts at home. Seven. 10-0 is a home favorite. The Giants, I mean, what did we see in the first half? So if you don't have your number one skill position player in a banged up offensive line, where do you go with your with your Daniel Jones offense? You go home. This is also, taking it back to college, on our way out here for a couple of props. This is back to back. This is, you're on the road. From Arizona to San Fran, you're going to see college buddies. You pack for a weekend. You had an all-night super bad meets Project X meets Van Wilder night one house party in Arizona. It was historic. You were front flipping off the mezzanine into the pool cannonball in front of beautiful babes. It was the greatest night of all time. You saw it. You go out back-to-back -back nights. I'm early 30s. How, how does night two go? How, even back to your college days. How does drinking and partying night two go on the road? Because that's what you're backing if you want to take the Giants. Uh, Galifianakis, hungover, injured, banged up. Absolutely not a 100% team, i.e. frame, you're backing on the road. They packed a sleepover bag and a tent. They have not been home. This is so clear that the Niners are going to blow this team out. If I am wrong, I am wrong. Hit me up. I will shout you out on social.
couple of props here on our way out. Giants spread it around last week. Five guys with six-plus targets. Waller led it with six, six catches, 76 yards. Hyatt with a big, deep ball, 44 and a half. Longest reception, I'd flirt with Hyatt. They may try to go over the top against the San Francisco D. I think there's value on the touchdown market with Hodgins. Four catches, five targets, and a tutty. He likes Hodgins in the red zone. Jones is weird. He likes tight ends in the red zone. I would lean either a Waller or a Hodgins, but I think there's something to say about a longest receptions with Hyatt. But my favorite prop bet of anything, and this could be dismantled, I would be willing with my shekels to back Daniel Jones on a rushing prop. This dude had nine for 59 and a tutty, 6.6 a carry, at 13 for 43 against the Cowboys. I mean, you're running the ball a lot with your quarterback with this giant scheme. They're going to have to get crafty. They're going to have to get creative. Now, they're probably not going to bite on any read options, but this includes plays breaking down, no one being open, and DJ running. That may be low-key. Giants' best way of moving the ball consistently is sneaky runs with Daniel Jones just to break up this flow. I mean, Trent Williams was saying they were sick and tired of three and outs by the Pittsburgh offense week one because they had no break. They had to just keep going out there. This is a combination of a trenches. It's going to be a trenches to torrential downpour in the trenches. Injuries are a serious problem. No time to react on a short week. Back to back, pack your bag, sleep over. And my gosh, the betting trends for a San Francisco team at home I know it's a new season, but you can't underlook it. And on the San Francisco prop side, C-Mac with 116 and 152. Look, you can't get any value on a touchdown market, but 100-plus rushing yards. Connor just did it. They cannot stop the run in New York. They cannot stop it. This team's going to run scheme them till it's over. C-Mac 100-plus rushing yards is an interesting value play. I don't hate Debo rushing plus receiving. Got inserted a lot more in the run game week two as opposed to week one. But week one, seven for 55 receiving, six for 63 against the Rams receiving. He's getting looks. He's getting targets. Targets up from week one. And rushing against the Rams, 7.6 yards per carry, five for 38. So I think Debo's a guy they may mix and mingle, change a pace it. He's a little bit more of a bully back than C-Mac. They both really play bully ball back there. But I would lean Debo rushing plus receiving. C-Mac 100 plus rushing. And Daniel Jones has to be the guy. I, I cannot predict how they're even going to move this football against a fired up Niners team at home. So I will swallow a whopping number at minus 10 and a half. Back the Niners. Best bet's got to be first half. Only got outscored 60 to zip the Giants in the first two weeks of the season. Minus six and a half. Swallow a massive number. We are cashing. Don't forget, again, subscribe, rate, review, all things volume sports, money line, Monaco. Don't forget to hug your mothers. I'll see you next week. The volume.